Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Emerson, and we are here to make oh your life... Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm sorry! It's you okay. S- you said Michelle Emerson, and it completely took me off guard. I'm sure people listening had the exact same thought. Uh, but we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. So other than listening to me freak out over the fact that Michelle just said Emerson... <laughs> Today, we are going to be sharing our secret for still getting things done and reaching our goals when we don't feel motivated. Come on, guys. Like, we know that you've probably not been feeling as motivated as normal, especially after this break. So, we're hoping that with this episode, we're going to be able to kind of push you in the right direction to get that motivation back. I feel like this will be an episode that people will come back and listen to again and again. Like when they feel that motivation just draining the longer their butt sits on the couch, they hopefully can come back to this episode and remind themselves. But first, let's hear a TSH or time-sucking hurdle from Rebecca. Rebecca says, my TSH lately is just not feeling motivated at all. I will make a list of everything I need to get done. But then it's as if my butt is glued to the couch. (laughs) No matter how hard I try, I just can't get up and be productive. I would love to hear any tips you ladies have that could help me break this cycle. I'm not laughing at you, Rebecca. I'm just laughing because we have all been there. And I know that exact feeling that you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And Rebecca, I do think that, you know, we've all felt this way at some point this year, right? Like this has been a struggle of a year. Um, First things first, I think you really need to determine why you're feeling this way. Identify the root problem and then start to try to create a plan. Um, Start small by doing a task that really just doesn't take you a ton of time. I almost feel that sometimes when we jump ourselves and we start doing little bitty things, we start to just build that motivation a little bit uh, more easily. So you'll find that the more that you do, the more motivation that you're going to start to feel. Yeah, it's that idea of activity leads to more activity. Yeah. And inactivity leads to more inactivity. And just throwing this out there, Rebecca, you don't have to get off the couch. Okay. Honestly, some of my most productive days take place when my butt is glued to that couch because I get stuff done on my laptop. But I will say an easy tip that works for me is to tell myself, you know what? I'm just going to work on this for 10 minutes. And at the end of 10 minutes, I can stop. And for me, that helps to motivate me to get started because I know that it's a finite amount of time. And honestly, just getting started is often the hardest part. But once you get into it, then you don't want to stop because it feels good that you're getting stuff done. And for me, it's also kind of like going to the gym. Like if I really don't want to go, I say, you know what, just go do this one thing and then you can leave. But once I'm there, I'm like, nah, I'm in the zone. Let's do this. Yeah, I completely agree with you. All right. So it's 2021. Hallelujah. It feels so good to say that. I feel like we've all been waiting for this moment for 2021 to be here. Um, And while 2020 has been one wild ride, I feel like this was 2020 was also the year that we launched our podcast. So... Yeah. I mean, good things did come out of 2020. We had did have some good things. I I feel like we always fixate on all the negative, all the negativity that we oftentimes just kind of glaze over all the really good things that have happened to us over the year. Um, But it's a new year. 2021, welcome. And people are really starting to make some resolutions. Um, They're deciding on new goals, new habits. And if you guys remember our very first episode, 
in this whole podcast that we've created, um, episode 001, was all about forming new habits. And the hardest part um, to really form those habits is just sticking to it. It's just doing it. Um, so how do we get to that point where we're motivated to do those habits? Um, what do we do when we just don't feel motivated anymore? Yeah, I honestly feel like 2020 was a year of dying motivation. <laughs> like we all felt so much stress and overwhelm. And as a result, we felt unmotivated, both like personally and within school. And I feel like, and I'm just speaking for myself, but I'm sure there's others that agree, like our motivation as teachers really tanked in 2020 because our passion just wasn't there. This wasn't what we signed up for, right? Like I didn't want to teach kids through a computer screen. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be with them in person because for most of us, like that's our favorite part about teaching. It's just being with the kids and the fact that we couldn't do that or not in the same way that we used to was really difficult. And as a result, like 2020 was just like, wow, why am I even doing this? And unfortunately, that is continuing into 2021. I know we're all in different situations, but I'm still virtual, at least through the end of January. And then I really don't know what's going to happen. So if you... you I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to just ahead. interrupt. I feel like one of the saddest parts of um, just teaching this 20, in 2020, like right before we were going to go on break, I had one of my students ask me, is it going to be the same next year? Like in 2021, like when we come back from break, like, is it yeah. still going to be the same? And I said, honey, I think it's going to be the same all year. Like, I, I honestly don't see us changing the way that we're doing things because like I'm in person but we're in person in a very different way than what we've ever experienced like the kids are not allowed to get up out of their desk they're not allowed to move I can't pull small groups they can't do group stuff like they're stuck in their desk about 95% of the time of the day so I it's just really sad and that they were like, you know, is, is it still going to be this way when we come back? And I'm like, yeah, like, and that's kind of the the rude reality of all of this is that, you know, it's still going to be this way until hopefully I, I'm going to hope and pray that August brings us better news. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important to remember that it's not only affecting us, it's affecting the kids, it's affecting everybody. And so maybe what we go over in this episode can be something you can even take back to your classroom and and kind of use it as a lesson with your kids because they need it just as much as we do. But speaking of going back, if you have that feeling of not wanting to go back after the holidays, don't feel guilty, okay? Usually I am ready to go back by the end of winter break. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love break. I love being able to have freedom with my time. However, I get to the point where I've done a lot for my to-do list. I miss my kids. I'm ready to be back in that routine. But honestly, this year was just different. I felt like my break could have been a month long and I still would have felt like I didn't have enough time because the motivation just wasn't there. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And so we have to kind of ask ourselves, why doesn't our motivation work long term. Motivation seems to like come and go, right? It's almost like a wave. Um, you see the wave, it comes in with a huge flood and then it kind of drifts off away back into the ocean itself. And so 
it, it, it's going to be this ever-changing feeling. It depends on your mood. It depends on the circumstances. It depends on your personality. I feel like so many different factors really take into how motivation really plays a role. So if you're relying on motivation, if you're really just saying to yourself, well, you know, I'm going to do this, but once I feel motivated to do it, um, you're really going to struggle in those moments, the days, the weeks, the months, just when it's when it isn't there. So how do we deal with it? How do we deal with this idea of uh, wanting to try to get things done when we uh, cannot find that motivation? So it's okay to ride that wave of motivation. And I think, Michelle, you know, we've talked a lot when we were building this podcast, and I think we had some really good conversations, and we're going to get to that in a bit in a minute. But it's really interesting about like where we pinpointed ourselves in motivation, right? And how we kind of talked about, you know, when we feel as though we're ready to be able to start to try to get things done. And then there are other moments where it's just like, eh, I feel like we, we really don't have that in us because it's almost like our heart isn't in it. Um, and so it's like a shiny toy, I feel like sometimes for a lot of different people. But it's okay to ride that wave of, of motivation, but you're going to find that if you're only relying on motivation, it's really not going to stick. You're, you're not going to get as much done as you would hope to get things done. Exactly. And it's important to remember, like you said, we're all different. We have different personalities. And as a result, we all struggle with motivation in very different ways. This concept actually came to me <laughs> over the summer during that time in quarantine where like our gyms were closed. So Billy and I went out for a run. And during that run, I quickly realized how different him and I were when it comes to motivation with exercise. I will struggle more at the beginning where I won't want to get started. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go for this run. But once I've started the run, like I'm gung ho until I finish. I'm good to go. However, Billy, we were like super close to the end and he's like, ah, I'm done with this. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like we're this close. <laughs> but his motivation had run out. And in that moment, it clicked. I'm like, you know what? People will struggle with their motivation at different times. So Bridget and I kind of talked through this idea and we came up with three classifications. So as we go through these, I want you to try to pinpoint which one am I? And you might be more than one. Hopefully you're not all three because then that means you never have any motivation at all. <laughs> I know. But you might fall into two categories. The very first category we are calling the procrastinator. So procrastinators struggle to start a task. And guess what, y'all? That's me. So don't feel bad if you're like, oh, like I don't want that to me to be me, but it definitely is. It's me. Okay. And when I really think about it, I feel like it's a lot of fear that could be kind of holding me back because I am such a perfectionist and mm -hmm. I don't want to do something unless I'm going to be really good at it. I sometimes struggle to start the task because I'm scared. Well, what if I'm not good at this? What if it doesn't turn out the way that I want it to? And I also think it's that overwhelm of everything ahead of you. When you think about, I have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, you're like, oh my goodness, I just don't even want to start at all. Right. So Bridget falls into the next category. I'm yes. going to let her explain that one. So the next category is called the bouncer. And when I think about the bouncer, I think about like somebody at a club, <laughs> but I want you to think of it in the reference of like... <laughs> <laughs> I always made Michelle spill her drink, guys. But yeah, thank I, you. You're welcome. Um, I want you to think of almost like a ball, all right? A ball that just bounces. So a bouncer. And this is a person who struggles to really stay focused on a task for a long period of time. This is definitely me. I love starting new projects. I love it. 
I, I am, I guys, I want to be a loomer now. Just FYI, I haven't even told Michelle this. <laughs> I want to buy like a loom and I want to weave. <laughs> I, want to I need a to hook you up with the parent of one of my old students. I follow her. Oh, do you really? I do. Because you told oh. me about her a while okay. back. I couldn't remember well, if I told you. <laughs> I now want to be a loomer. So I love starting new tasks. It's like a shiny object and I get really excited. And so I jump into a new task. But my problem is that I can't stay focused on it for a very long period of time. And so when I'm in the middle of the task, when I feel like I've done too much, I am like, okay, I'm ready for something different. I'm ready for something new. This one's just taking too long and I will start to bounce. Um, And so I started to almost ask that myself of like, when is it going to end? Like, when am I going to get to that point? And I'm ready for something fresh and exciting and I want to move on to really big other big projects. So I am definitely a bouncer when it comes to motivation. I just kind of bounce from one thing to another. And I almost, I, I just, I, I, I think it's more about, um, I like, I have a lot of passions in some ways, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm really passionate about a certain thing and then I get passionate about something else. And so I'm just moving back and forth, but I don't really ever finish something, which I do, but it's a struggle to finish it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So I'm the procrastinator. Bridget is the bouncer. Billy, on the other hand, is the deserter. (laughs) So (laughs) deserters struggle to finish a task. They struggle to see it all the way through. And oftentimes, deserters want to quit when it gets hard. And let's be honest, it typically gets hard right at about the end. And then it gets really easy because it's done. But in that moment, when it gets a little bit harder, the deserter quits. And again, it could be that fear because once you finish a task, then it's that idea of, well, where do I go now? What's my next step? And that can be scary. It also can just be that difficulty. When that difficulty increases, they decide to quit. So we have those three categories, the procrastinators who struggle to start a task, the bouncers who struggle to stay focused on a task for long periods of time, and the deserters who struggle to end a task and see it all the way through. The only reason we want you to figure out which category or categories you fit into is because that's going to help you anticipate when your motivation will disappear. Mm -hmm. We already said it's a wave and waves will come and waves will go. And you need to know when your wave is going. Like it's almost like figuring out like high tide and low tide. Like you need to know your low tide so that you can compensate for it. So now we are going to give you that secret of what do you do when that motivation disappears? So we have to rely on something else other than motivation. And in this case, it's going to be discipline. So let's chat a little bit about the differences between discipline versus motivation. Motivation is completing tasks when you feel like you're in the mood, right? You got to be in the mood. I'm, t- I'm not talking like candles and champagne. I'm talking about <laughs> like you're in the mood to be able to get things done. I'm sorry, guys. I think there is something I... I I have been sick and so I'm starting to get my personality back and I feel like I've been a little silly over the past couple of days. Um, so you have to kind of determine when you're in the mood. 
And then we are going to chat about discipline. So discipline is completing tasks regardless of how you feel because you know it's your responsibility. I almost equate, Michelle, discipline to building habits, right? You have to have the discipline. And once you have that discipline and you're kind of pushing through that hard part, it's, it's like getting past that point where it's like a struggle and you just want to get up and give up. But then it starts to almost convert into a habit that you formed that it's just habitual at that point, right? It, you just do it because you had the discipline for enough time to build that habit where you don't even think about it. Absolutely. Again, I'm going to go back to the gym because I feel like this is an easy thing almost everyone can relate to in terms of motivation versus discipline. I think when you first start working out, you know, you find that trap of, well, I'm not motivated and you have to build that discipline, but eventually it does become habitual to the point where now I typically go to the gym around five o'clock. So at 445, like I, I don't even think about it. I just find myself putting on my leggings, putting on my shoes, getting in the car to the point where... A couple of weeks ago, I was supposed to have a rest day and I was driving to the gym and Billy called me because he's on his way home and he's like, why are you in the car? I'm like, what do you mean? We're meeting at the gym. He's like, no, we're not. Like today's a rest day. And I was like, oh man, like, but I had just gotten into that habit of like, I go to the gym at this time. So the good thing about discipline is that once you do build it, it will become a habit that you don't even have to think about. So it's not going to be hard forever. So here's the differences. Motivation comes and goes. We talked about it being that wave. Discipline is something that you will always have. It will always be there and you are going to be able to depend on it. So motivation on the other hand, comes sporadically in an instant, right? I feel like I've had those instances where, guys, I'm like sitting on the couch and it's like, I got to clean something. I got to clean. I got to get up and I got to start organizing. I got to clean something. So I get up and I start cleaning. And the next thing you know it, I'm like knee deep and all this trash that I'm starting to purge. So it's something that just kind of happens in those instances um, versus where discipline is almost more of that constant. It's something that is not developed overnight and it's continuous. Let's go back to that cleaning statement for a second, because when you said that, I'm like, that is Billy. So whenever we need to clean because someone's coming over, which isn't very often, (laughs) Billy starts cleaning the most random stuff. Like instead of vacuuming or doing the dishes or putting away stuff that's out on the table, like the obvious things that need to be cleaned. I will go find him and he's like dusting in the middle of a vent that's up on the ceiling. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this is not moving us forward. No one is going to be looking at that vent. Like he cleans the most random stuff or he'll be cleaning like, you know, at the top of the microwave, it's got like the vent where like air comes out. He'll be cleaning that. And I'm like, no one is going to look at that. And I feel like it's because he's focused on that motivation. Those are the things he wants to clean right. rather than being disciplined and doing those harder things that no one really wants to do. But those are the big things that are going to move you forward in your goals. Yeah. I just had to put that out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, girl, I, guys, I promise she does love her husband. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, it sounds 
sounds awful, but she's it's like just... calling him a deserter. <laughs> He's like not motivated to clean the right things. <laughs> he never listens to these episodes anyway. I don't know if you all, if you follow me on YouTube, then you know around Christmas time, I did a video where I was wrapping presents and I showed everything from his stocking and he had no clue because he doesn't watch my videos. Like yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. It totally is. So here's the thing. Motivation is it, when we really think about it, you almost have to think like motivation is the boss in in your life, right? So if you're relying on motivation, you're really kind of going off the guidance of this boss that you have. Um, they're going to tell you when you are going to get things done versus you being able to be your own boss. So I like this kind of like entrepreneurial sense of understanding discipline and, and motivation. So instead of thinking of having somebody else telling you what you should and should not be doing, you want to rely on yourself. You want to almost be your own boss and you want to be able to um, get the things done that you feel as though you need to get done right then and there. Yeah, I love that. I mean, Bridget and I are both entrepreneurs, so of course we love that. But I do really like that analogy because I think everyone or most people have a goal in their life to be their own boss. I think that's something everyone's like, yeah, that would be really awesome. And so I think having that connection is is really good. We do want to end you with a quote. We love a good quote. (laughs) So this is an Abraham Lincoln quote. Discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. This is something I remind myself of all the time. And it's remembering like, what is that greater purpose? What is my why? Because you have to focus on that greater goal and you have to understand that completing those small steps are what's going to get you there. They're not fun, but they are what will move you closer to that end goal. And discipline is almost like a bridge between your goals and your accomplishments. A lot of people set goals. Anyone can set goals, but not everyone actually accomplishes them. So when we go back to that idea of setting resolutions or goals or habits, discipline is going to be that bridge that will get you from it being just a resolution or just a goal to it actually happening. So if you see those people who look like they're always accomplishing things and you're like, how are they doing that? I guarantee you it's discipline. So guys, we have to really remember that when we work on building that discipline, when we have discipline in our lives um, and where we're driven with discipline to be able to get things done, we're able to form those habits that are going to continue without you really even thinking about doing it. So if you're curious about habits, guys, this is an oldie, but it's a goodie. Okay. So you got to go back and you got to listen to it. Episode 001, it's how to create new habits for a successful school year. Guys, we still like live by how to create these habits. And we say it and we're going to make you go back and listen to this because we know that it's going to work for you. So definitely go and check out that episode so that you can um, listen and, and hear some really good tips on how to utilize discipline to be able to build those habits so that you can make 2021, well, let's just say better than 2020. <laughs> Which won't take much, right? <laughs> it won't take much, but still, it'll be better. <laughs> Now, while you are on our website checking out that episode, make sure you submit your TSH, your time-sucking hurdle. We really want to know what is keeping you from being productive right now. Make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. We would love you forever, we promise. I mean, honestly, like every day I get on and check for new reviews and you could be that person that makes us super happy because you left us a nice review. (laughs) So until next time, y'all, be timely. Stay organized and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.